How to like that? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Shiny Print, a Black Shawwal podcast. My name is Amari. I've been a Shawwal since oh 2008, God. and mm-hmm. today it's going to be interesting because we'll be talking Jinky, mostly Jinky, for the entire episode. As we will be, we will be discussing his one and only album, Voice. And it's going to be fun. Mario, why do you talk like that? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you okay, you press record and your whole entire tone changes. It's called professionalism. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Only here at the Show All podcast. <laughs> I'm a different person over here, okay? I don't know. I don't I'm know really quick. I don't, I don't know her. um okay hi guys it's kat um i've been a shawl since 2009 um i'm really excited to go over this album because unlike some people i appreciate ballads okay great for you (laughs) (laughs) i I expected this (laughs) but yeah super excited and yeah that's it Hello, everybody. It is Tara. I've been a shawl since 2010. Um, I am also a ballad enthusiast, and I put on my technical, uh, classically trained vocalist hat for y'all today. So we're going to get into these vocals, which is what I think really makes ballads really powerful. Agreed, agreed. Hello, everybody. It's Hazel, the Southern Vixen. Back at it again with the shiny Shawal since 2016. And this week, of all weeks, <laughs> I am shiny known as hashtag new Overload. Battle of the Dalgona Coffee. <laughs> that sounds like you made it up on the spot. <laughs> the Dalgona I mean, coffee. Dalgona coffee. I did make that last part off, but all we got just been thinking. All new overload. This was just so much happening this week. So yes, I'm excited to go over his album. Okay. Hi. Hi everybody. It's Mira. I'm back and uh I'm excited to be here as usual on the shiny print. I am the resident baby wall. I've been a Shaw wall since uh, October of 2019. And uh, yeah, I'm not really a big fan of uh, ballads. So thank you. I'm I'm expecting, you know, the missiles and all of that. Um, But this is the first non taming. content i've gotten as a shawl so it's been fantastic and i'm i'm just thriving right now but like actually though the irony is that both new shawls and like og shawls is like are you ready for your first onu live because this is it <laughs> <laughs> yep this, this is, is it. Absolutely it. This is my Michael Jackson. This is it. This is it. all you get. This is so, it and yeah. it for a minute. <laughs> exactly. <Probably. Wild. laughs> 
unless O2 is uh, the rumored shiny solo album. I still I still feel pretty so- like solid in thinking it's actually going to be Key's album that comes out, but um so yeah, let's get into shiny updates before we get into these infamous uh Onu first live since getting out of the military. Let's talk about Tamin's little quick IG live that he did at like 5 p.m. KST, so all of us were asleep. But um, there, I had the gall, the audacity to go a slumber, close my eyes, and rest my head on a pillow <laughs> while this man goes on IG Live and be all cute like that with Kai. How dare I? I was so upset. I saw the notification on my phone when I woke up. I said, What? And it said 2 a.m. I was like, This is a mess. But yes, he went live. I was so happy to see him. Yes, that was so, it was so cute. Kai dropped in, was leaving comments, and honestly, once again, the Kai dating rumors, because, <laughs> because they're ridiculous. Kai goes, say, I love you. Pay attention to me. Why aren't you reading my comments? You're pretty. <laughs> oh, just like all of us, Kai. Oh, you're not special. <laughs> Welcome to being a child, Kai. That's what you get. That's what you get from me. I was like, we know who is the vice president of the Lee Tedman fan club. The Jong Hyun's the president. <laughs> and the Kai vice is president the vice president. is definitely Kim Jong in. Like, <laughs> legit, this man was thirsting. He was like, pay attention to me. I'm right here. I love you, Tammy. And Tammy got all blushes. Like, I love you. you know, I love you too. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was so freaking cute. I love it. I absolutely love that. That was just a whole mess. And speaking of mess, whoever put that on my timeline of Tammy's live where he did that little mouse noise and was looking all cute, perching his darn lips, you ought to be ashamed of yourself for licking my spirit <laughs> like that. Because I, I, I'm here for sexy Tammy. I'm not here for cute Tammy. It was, it was the cutest stuff I've ever seen in my freaking life. Piss me off, man. But that was about to go to Japan. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Japanese Taemin is very sexy. Korean Taemin is very cute. I love that. That was just a beautiful live. I don't know how long did he go for like less than 10 minutes. He was like, in, hi, how are you? I'm about to go hang out this weekend. Jingy's back. Uh, I love you, Kai. And he was out. Yeah, it was a very short live. Um, there is a new, eh, relatively new, uh, shiny sub account. Like iHeart Shiny is the is the girl's name. Um, she pretty much catches all of the lives and subs all of them. Wow! So we are so uh, definitely shout out to iHeart Shiny. Uh, that's I Heart Shiny, all lowercase. Um. So and she has those translations on the dock, and she has uh, I think she knows someone who does the Japanese translations. They were able to work together and get those translations out quick, fast, and in a hurry. So we appreciate I Heart Shiny definitely. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite translation account. Um, so let's get into Onu's very first. Wait, 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 wait. The first on live V Live from Onu. We didn't talk about the Philharmonic Orchestra cover of. Oh yeah, that was today. That's why yeah. that's that that wasn't on the docket because it was today. But yeah, we can talk about that.
It was beautiful. I cried, so there's that. Yeah. No one knows. I listened uh, to it in SM, the shower. What was it? SM partnered with the Soul Orchestra? Yeah. yeah so they're recreating they did, SM songs. So yeah. they've done they did Red, Red Flavor Hits, first, yeah. And they've just released a video today as we were recording, like early this morning. Uh, Hyun's uh, song was recorded too. Uh, End for, of the day. End of the day, the most beautiful song I saw the I actually saw the other music video he did. It was just such a sweet song, and it was absolutely captivating and gorgeous. And everything. I love how they incorporated Claire de Lune by Debussy. Mm-hmm. It was like a really nice intro into mm. that song. Um, also, fun fact: this song, when it came out, was the very first article I got to write about Jonghyun. So. Wow. Um, oh wow K-pop stars. I remember because I was so excited because I finally got to write about Jong Young because I was like stuck writing about groups I didn't like for so long. So <laughs> oh wow, that is so cool to do that. Like to mix both of your passions, like writing and then just talking about Jong Hyun. I was like, this is so cute. And the fact that this song was written. About princess, about princess Rue, yep. like this is just. And if no one knows, Rue is Jonghyun's dog. She's lovely, beautiful. She's the princess of Shiny World. And end of the day, was written about her. It's it's about like someone waiting to get home to be with the person they love. And in this case, Jonghyun waiting to get home to see Rue again, his dog. And it's just a beautiful song. And I love orchestra music anyway because it's just I just love live instrumentals. And just to mix those two together is just gorgeous. It's just good to see his music live on because it is such a powerful song. And a lot of people just love it over there and, you know, uh, around the world, especially in uh, uh, Shiny fans and other artists as well. So to have this dedication to him and to have like an update. My thing was having an official update on the official Shiny site. (laughs) about something <laughs> I was like yeah oh, that's true I know a lot of fans amazing. get sensitive about that um but yeah that I also just wanted to mention that um SM did say that the revenue from the song is going all proceeds to the shiny foundation so that's yes awesome. yes I love to see it definitely so I will be purchasing the song. I hope everyone who listens to this purchased this song on Apple Music, wherever you could purchase a song and just support Shiny Foundation because they're doing a lot of good work and it's his family's organization. So, yes, I, this was a happy day for me for many reasons. I get to record with y'all and Jong Hyun's song came out. It was beautiful. I got slightly emotional, definitely, but it's yeah, lots of lots of shawl sh- tears today. But before all the tears were flowing today, last week <clears throat> all the ahs and oohs and screaming and freaking out happened because Onu had his very first V Live session with Shawls. Yes, I got up at five in the morning for this. I got him yes, at 3 a.m. First ever. He has I, never, ever, ever done a V-Live ever. Never done a live. Ever. Well, I you guys have to think live. about 
you guys have to think about it. Um, The V app wasn't really, two years ago, the V app wasn't as popular as it is now. So they didn't really push it as much, I feel. That's true. Yeah, but he also yeah. never did an Instagram live. Yeah, he never either. did anything. He if Shiny was figure out Instagram live. <laughs> if Shiny wasn't in it, he wasn't going to be in it. Meanwhile, Key over here is early early 2007 was on Facebook Live. Who gets on Facebook Live? <laughs> and That's he was a, now, see, not trying to like make excuses like, oh, well, V Live wasn't a thing. So everybody else, everybody else eventually figures something out. That old man has been hiding his he's face. He's never been, he's just never, that's not his personality anyway. Yeah. So I was yeah. shocked when, okay, first of all, we got a notification he was officially out, and then we got an official shiny update that he was out, and with a picture of him looking slim and all this stuff, and just looking, you know, oh, it's very cute too. Really um, ducky and cute and bunny-ish and just big-eyed and all that stuff. In Korean, and Japan, they got a whole bunch of pictures. I was like, this is too much. Just the pictures are too much. Then when they notify us, there's a V Live and he's gonna be in it by himself. He wants to do this. I said, What? Are you serious? <laughs> you want to yeah. talk to this? There Live? was no other way that I shawls were waking up at six AM. Well, except for me because I'm already <laughs> up during that time. Uh but some highlights for me especially were I loved that he took the time to answer all those fan questions, including recommending to Taman that he invest in frozen food when he enlists. I felt like that's <laughs> solid inv- advice. And then also I loved that he decorated those two gorgeous uh, flower boxes with the album signed albums in them because he uh wasn't able to do a fan sign before he enlisted for voice so he gave away two signed copies in Mm -hmm. custom made flower boxes and that was really nice it was just a cute little thing he was nervous at the beginning i could tell and then he sort of got comfortable and was playing around towards you know towards the end and things like that but it was just nice it was just nice to see him you know those cheeks those cheeks tiny that's the first thing i said i said this boy's been eating what picture did they take they must took the picture two weeks ago when he was when he left the the base and then he was eating mama uh mama lee's uh food (laughs) yeah he finally (laughs) got some real food food all those two weeks and he just he just got uh nice and plump and i was just so happy to just see him having fun um there was something that I got upset about in the V Live when someone asked him, you know, what was the hardest thing about the military? And he said when his higher ups got upset and he thought he was doing something wrong. So I need to know who was yelling oh, yeah. at who. That was almost the uh, Shaw Wall bat signal, was what he said. <laughs> I Somebody got was yelling at me. All Shaw's was about to pull up on the Korean army. Like, what? this was the incident this was gonna be if you know if we had taken it there this was gonna be the incident where minho got a scratch on his face from uh doing a stunt when he was filming that movie and everyone's like we about to go out the shawls were like we're about to go out and fight that piece of debris that hit minho in the face (laughs) and they had memes they said shawls and the piece of debris they had somebody kicking somebody else out of the head. This was gonna be that, but I calmed down. 
but I was upset. <laughs> yelling at my boo. He's doing the best he can. He's in a musical. He's number one in his basic training class. How dare you get upset because you got issues? Don't yell at my boo. But yeah, I, I calmed down. And he, he made up for it because he was cute throughout the rest of the thing. And he wore Tammy's shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that Tammy's shirt? That was Tammy's shirt. He wore Aww. they wore he wore his shirt to the to the um the live and he was just being adorable and smiling a lot and he was reading English comments and he sounded so cute. Talking about oh new best leader and I believe in you and all that stuff. He's like, Aww. I could do it. It was just so cute. And someone said, I love your smile. And he just had this big smile and I dedicated I love your smile by Shanice to him. I love your smile. When I read that comment, I said, I have to dedicate. This is the second time I've dedicated that song to him because he has the best smile ever. And I was just happy to just see him um, just being himself and being wacky and cute and awkward. And it was just a good time that I had and I stayed up that whole hour or so and it was the best thing I've ever seen and we we have to talk about this coffee <laughs> yeah so the highlight of the entire V Live is the fact that they had this man make Dalgana coffee and first <laughs> off they didn't explain like I don't think that the managers explained to him what it's supposed to look like and they also didn't give him all the ingredients because there wasn't their sugar and there was barely any water like they really set him up that was the most dad thing I've ever seen in my life to be honest a freaking sprinkle of water on that thing and he was supposed to mix it they they didn't tell him he was supposed to use a whisk. And they, they <laughs> the whisk was on the platter when he did it. He, he literally, the scoop that he used to, like, he put water in the, the, um, the, the bowl, instant coffee. Yeah. The instant coffee. And he used the, the little scoop that he had that he put the water in there with to start the thing. He started the thing for a good 10 <laughs> minutes straight. Uh-huh. <laughs> whisking and he was just whisking so I'm like okay so how long is this going is he going to do it I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> is he going to do it reminds me of is she going to jump like, from there yeah I was like is this going to turn is this going to turn is it is it going to turn into what I think but he kept doing it and stuff and I was looking I was like okay okay and he kept showing it to the camera I was like okay it's looking a little better and it finally started looking like what I've seen it you know done but I'm like this man is just whisking for 10 minutes. When is someone going to help? No one's going to tell him he has the whisk right there in front of him. Oh, yeah. They really. So, actually, the so my favorite thing is his reaction at the end when he finally, like, poured the. So, first of all, like, he didn't actually get to the true dog on a coffee, which is where the coffee is so uh whisked that it becomes like whipped foam that you put on top of milk so (laughs) he never even got there it was kind of like partially there but he like scooped some of it out and put it on top of the milk then he looked at the camera looked at the manager dead ass goes that's it (laughs) (laughs) that's you have to mix it he said, well, what's all the stuff I just did for? 
exactly. So then, so what is all this mixing for? If I was just gonna pour it and then stir it in the milk, and then I was like, you know what, valid because yes. this is a waste of time. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, man, uh, he's just reading comments while he's whisking, and I'm just like, okay, five minutes, okay, ten minutes, what's gonna happen? And they made him drink it. <laughs> oh, he was so cute though. Yeah. He was so cute. He played along. He he went with it really well. Um uh it was just a it was a cute moment. Something that we as Shawals needed this month since we knew he was gonna come back, but it still shocked the myth out of us that we actually got a live and a live that was over an hour long. That's I, true I, too. I expected him to come on, read like two questions, two comments, and then be like, All right, bye. <laughs> on his way. And I love the fact that it was just him. It wasn't like featuring anybody or like had a call from somebody or anything. It was just strictly just, oh no, Jingy, 100%. He's going to talk with y'all. He's going to be cute and this, that, and all. It was just his his little special time with us. And I was just so thankful. It just made, it still makes me so happy. And I, I need the video to be up on VLive. What's going on? Somebody put it up with the, the subtitles now. I need that in my life. But you know they're editing the crap out of that before they put no. it up. It was a mess. It was a whole mess. The lighting was horrible. I'm like, I know he he looks yummy and delicious and stuff. It's a better lighting. But other than that, I take whatever they give me for right now, especially considering circumstances with him just coming back. I'll take it. Let's yeah, but eat that thing up right now. But it was a cute moment. I'm just so happy that he's officially back. Let's get into the title track and first track of the album. <laughs> uh, I mean, the video is really interesting. Okay, have any of us seen the movie Mother? I have. Hold on, so which one? Mother. What? <laughs> Isn't there more than one? Mother? Mother? No. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, well, there's the one that's Darren Aronofsky, which is the mother with the exclamation point, and then there's Mother, the Korean film by Bong Joon-ho. Okay, uh, I was gonna say. Oh, uh, look at Tar with the knowledge. Is Mother the one with no say, wire hangers? Mother was no, like, that's Mommy Dearest. Okay, got it, got before, it. Uh, it was like the prequel to old, old, uh, the one with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, that's the mother with the exclamation, exclamation point, point directed okay. by Darren Aronofsky. Okay. Same guy who directed Black Swan. Didn't they date Jennifer Lawrence and Aaron? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and, and Aaron? I, yeah, I think they dated I or something. I saw like a behind the scenes and they were like, we dated. Period. I don't know who these people are. And all anyway, from Omari saying the video reminded. <laughs> Wait, so you mean so you mean Mother from uh by Bong Juno that film, Old no. Boy, the pre- uh, old, the boy? old Boy. I'm talking about Mother from America, like not the not the movie, not the like whole video per se, Isn't but like that concept of like the Jesus? diamond, uh-huh. or, like that stand, yeah. and like it like replenishing everything back to where it was i read there was like super like I feel some that. like religious ties going on there anyway i don't <sighs> i don't know what you're referring to with mother then 
We're talking about blue. No, no, like Amari mentioned mother. I don't know what mother you're talking about. No, mother exclamation point. I understand what he's saying. Oh, okay. I'm like, which film? I still didn't know which film. <laughs> I don't know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I see that. But it was a very different MV, not what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting the twerk anthem of the year. I knew that coming into <laughs> it. But it was a very I mean, unique you thing. You can twerk to anything. <laughs> yeah, I twerked to that okay. one today. Sad I listen to Blue ever since, actually, ever since we decided we were going to cover this album. I've only listened to a voice once before that. And uh, I listened to Blue, so that voice, so many times now since we decided we were going to cover this album. And Blue, for some reason, just keep, I keep waking up with it stuck in my head. So then I have to listen to it all day. <laughs> so this True. has become like my on repeat song after like Elevator from Jung Hyun. Kenzie wrote this song. Yeah. yeah she did. And this album has like a huge Rockaberry influence throughout. Yeah. So Kenzie wrote the lyrics, Rockberry did the music and arrangement for it, and I'm here for it. It's uh his voice is just amazing in this um in this song. It's so he's like he's belting, but it's like he's not even trying. It's it's it I was really just like, Oh my god, you going there with it? Okay. So I, there's actually a term for this. Um because I was doing, like I said, I was going to put on my technical, like, classically trained vocalist. <laughs> let me put my glasses so, on real quick. Hold on, let me put my glasses on. <laughs> right. Go ahead, Tar. So, what Onu is doing on Blue, and pretty much all the time, is what um, sort of modern vocal teachers call, like, mixed voice, where he is in both like his like full chest voice but also a little bit in his like head voice like kind of doing both so that it creates this sort of really stable beautiful clean sound Mm. and like one thing I want to note about just like Onu's vocal style that I appreciate is that he's not really into vibrato which is kind of Jonghyun's thing right and I appreciate that as a person who cannot vibrato to save my life I have the opposite problem I wish I could vibrato (laughs) I was trying to sing this song in the shower and I am like all vibrato so I was like I can't do this (laughs) he's just very very clean very accurate very much like on perfect pitch like i wonder if he has perfect pitch he probably does uh i don't think he does if he uh, doesn't <laughs> yeah. drag immediately it's not a drag it's i i genuinely don't think he does mm, no yeah, i mean if you listen to the live you can hear it mm. like Take like cat coming in and crushing that dream straight off. Yeah, oh, she God, really God. did crush my dream there. I'm sorry. Cat was it's literally true. the gif of uh, what's that? Uh, I ought to fix my life. Not on my. <laughs> I mean, fair. We don't. We don't want to like create like you know fake fake propaganda about Onu having per- perfect pitch. Right. <laughs> it's just perfect pitch is, is it's very rare Extremely for rare. people to have perfect pitch and I on it he's a wonderful singer. He's very talented. I wish he had perfect pitch, but unfortunately he doesn't. But 
to credit his his voice is so unique and so amazing Mm. and i feel like specifically with this song you can i think this is my speculation i think he might have sang this song in one shot it sounds like one take yeah yeah because you can hear him running out of breath sometimes yeah and they wouldn't keep that in they would have re-recorded that um so i think that's happening with different segments yeah and there's no harmonies in this song at all Nope. There isn't. So, wow. so I feel like he just went in the booth, was like, I got you. I can do this. Right. Sing the whole song. And they were like, okay, this is it. This works. It. Yeah. And I think um, also I the reason I feel that way as well is because Onu does this thing where he doesn't finish his phrasing sometimes when he's singing live or he's singing something all the way through. Right. He doesn't finish this, and I heard that, and I'm like, "Oh, this is probably all just one, one go." It's it's probably because like the e the emotions on this track is like really hard to sort of replicate after mm-hmm. one take because right. you can definitely feel the agony in the song. By the way, this is like a depression anthem. It really, is. really fucking sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, get in, get your soju out, like, get your your liquor and your, like, sad existence contemplation. That is, this, that is this song. Uh, Can you imagine the businessmen going to get drinks and then they're sad afterwards and they walk out the bar to the taxi and they're drunk and they're like, Toyoha! That sounds like a really good like use case to like actually capture something that I I've been thinking a lot about like geopolitical things related to K-pop um, and that image of a drunk salary man listening to this is very on brand. For, like, <laughs> very on brand. <laughs> Just uh, a guy sitting at a bar slumping over with a drink in his hand after work. Just wow. Yeah. This is one of those karaoke. I only see that to be honest. But overall, the song is it's beautifully um song, of course, is is jingy. I'm I'm having a problem either trying to say oh new the whole way or jingy I decided that I am railing against the rest of the fandom and I'm going to call him Onu forever because I know, feel like I, everybody I, got way too comfortable calling this man by his government name. I know, and I'm trying to be respectful and, and say Onu, Onu, Onu. We can't even get Onu to trend, but we can do Jingy in a second. So I'm, I'm right. Like, How did everybody <laughs> freaking ignore the actual hashtag for the V Live? But Jinky's name was trending. Yeah, I just so I'm I'm gonna say Onu. I'm I'm, I'm I've written down my notes Onu, so I'll be able to say that about every single song, but. <laughs> Onu's voice is once again amazing in there. He's just like he really that song really captures. Yeah, he's he's a very emotional singer, even though he's very, you know, private in real life. But when he sings, you can feel that like rainy blue. Oh my gosh, that freaking song got thug tears everywhere. But this is on that same vein. Um hearing this song, you could just feel the emotions and I I like the um I think the music video was perfect for the song. Um 
it, it was very different, like I said before. And um, I just want to live in that house with him. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Where's the grocery store? Good luck. It's a, very, it's a beautiful song. It is. It's very beautiful. You sound like Aretha Franklin saying beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. I'm like two sips away from drunk right now. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, uh, The next track on the album, uh, Korimada. I actually do like those songs. It's a good karaoke song, I feel. drama song i wish exactly what i said i said typical k drama song somebody's in the rain crying with an umbrella and they they, they they pan out of the you know the pan out view of them crying and they're on the street by themselves and this song comes on um it's a sweet song though and this uh, song could be an ost yeah, for exactly. sure. I mean, exactly. this album, that's what I meant to say. This album, like the entire album could be, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so but this song specifically, just, yes, yeah. it gives me OST vibes. Like, I was surprised it wasn't on an OST. <laughs> I think the reason why it sounds so, like, typical of a drama is because of that chord progression during the uh, chorus. Mm. Yep. And mm-hmm. one thing yep. that I wanted to highlight too, which kind of comes back to Kat's earlier point about how you could kind of hear uh, Onu getting like a little bit lost for breath. Onu's a very smart singer. I feel like he, when he cuts himself off, he does so to avoid any sort of like very obvious singing errors. Yeah, but I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> when you start running out of breath, it's very easy to go to go everywhere i know but finish your phrases so that's so that's the real issue here is that i feel like he's being safe and you're like if you don't stop him air on this track track. (laughs) have you heard the song he did for to the beautiful you because it gives me that yeah 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 Yep, yep, and this yep. is another, what is it? It's another Rockleberry mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. Rockleberry, like, the whole album has Rockleberries, uh, like, sent all over it. Because, yeah. you know, in 2017, he did a collab with them for Lullaby. So that is definitely feel the feel of these songs when you hear. It's like, yep, this is Rockleberry right here. They're, they're the OST. <laughs> There's a uh, lot of Conan, too. Yes. And I'm just like, it makes sense. Whenever I hear a song, like, yeah, it's Rockaberry, it makes sense. But it's a beautiful song. I like it. Again, like I say, it's another sweet song. Definitely on track for an OST because of that chord progression during the chorus. Yes. I can hear it over and you ever get into like a drama and like by the 14th episode you get so pissed when you start hearing the OST. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I don't want to hear it anymore. You get really pissed that? and then the next three times you're on the couch singing it. Yep. 
What was the one song that Shiny did for? Um, yeah. Oh no! What's that one song Shiny did for? Um, what, what's that really popular drama? Boys over flowers. Oh, yeah. Forever oh. making love. Forever making love. What's that song that is on every variety show? It's on every. Like they always reference the song with almost paradise. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm that's from you. Boys Over Flowers. Like, yep, that song everywhere, and that other song, "Beautiful Life." Oh, crush. <laughs> I can't stand <laughs> I mean, One of these songs is going to get picked up on a drama if it already if it hasn't already. And I think that's where Jiggy's going to head towards to be the OST king because his voice is perfect Honestly. for it. Honestly. Yeah. All right. Let's move on because we got to get out of here. We have a hard out by 8 o'clock. So, um, under the starlight. Yes. Under the starlight. I have some words about this, if you would humor me. Okay. <clears throat> words. Bring it. I want an uh, own take collab for this one. I want Tammy on the piano and I want Jiggy uh-huh. singing. I want this all like legit. This song is so beautiful. It has so much emotions in it. And I need that on take collab. So if on take is gonna do anything this year before Shiny gets back, I want them to do under the starlight together. It, it doesn't cute. even have to be an official like release. It could be something that they like they they just record it and then um he posts uh taming because you know Oni's uh, not gonna do it <laughs> post it on IG and just do that. That would that that's I want that oh, for this song. Yeah, why can't they just like open up a shiny like um. Like, you know how NCT has that music, NCT music channel? Yeah. Like, just go ahead. And, you know, like, Chin released that cover of the Park Ocean. Like, why can't we get, like, a shiny cover slash music, you know, just some acoustic stuff for... Yeah, I would love to have some acoustic covers of other artists, acoustic covers of their own songs. I would love that. And this is one of the songs that I would love for them to do together. SM, listen to me. I know... You, you don't even have to pay me. Just take this ideas for free. It will garner so much attention. We need we need this. Get them to do Under the Starlight together. Please, just once. Um, with exception for Sign, this song just kind of blends in with every other song in the album. Yes, it does. It does. This it does. song made me miss my parents. <laughs> Aww. I didn't it, laugh. No, it's okay. I laughed too. <laughs> it's... It's just a really sweet song. It's talking about, you know, childhood memories and wanting to grow up too fast and, like, kind of thanking all of the people that were, like, there and protecting him while growing up. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, crap. See, this is a Disney song. That, you guys do the thing where you actually look at the lyrics and, yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, but I'm trying to do that uh, just to get a feel for everything. But it's 
it's another uh, sweet song full of emotions. Like Oni's uh, voice is just so emotive. emotional. Like yeah. you talking yeah, about Jonghyun yeah. being Jonghyun being Jonghyun's drama king, legit. Like he on a whole nother level. But Onu has he has a little like he has like a story to tell with his voice and. Of course, the album's name is Voice, and it he just emotes so much, even though he's so quiet. But when he sings, it's so like you just feel everything. And that was one um one of the things that was on this song, and that's the reason why I wanted to do take because I just want to feel the emotions together with them too, um, doing that. And I just wanted to see Taming on the on the um the piano again. That's all. Yeah. Shall we move on to sign? Yep. I love this song. Model Tree did it because Model Tree are legends. I was literally twerking that ass this song while I was reading. I love how Amari disappeared. After the introduction, so then just sign. I love the song. The dead <laughs> have no business. <laughs> she just arises from the crypt. This is like I live. <laughs> oh, I am awake now. She came full force. I love this song. I do not blame you, Amari, because this song, you you know how you go through an album and there's always this one song that sort of adds a little spice. In, in <laughs> right. This is that song. Let me add some spice oh, to that. This song <laughs> I'm so spice. sorry for that really terrible British accent. Um, <laughs> some, let me add Every other song. song is like ballad, 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 ballad. And this song is like, okay, soft jazz. Yeah, it's yes. very coffee shop. Let's go on a yes. date. Let's hold hands. Let's. Y'all know what I when I first heard this song. You know the first thing I thought of. What? Mister Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this song. Now, why like, does that feel like a drag? <laughs> no, it's not a drag at all. Right. Honestly, Mister Rogers' neighborhood is my show, man. Mister Rogers did that, and those songs. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Right. It's giving me like. Not only is it that, but it's also it's also the song that is the the Toy Story montage ending of the the movie song. <laughs> little song. It's, it's very a, light and bright and yes. like, melody. And it's yeah. something that just makes you smile. And I just love that. And honestly, I was thinking in my head, I was like, Onu would be, if he was not in Shiny, I think he would have been the a children's show host to teach kids no. about like if it's a career. No, no listen, you would have no. just been a ballad no, listen. Oh no, children though. Like, no, listen. I saw no, that's the thing. I said Oni <laughs> would do it, but Jingy would not do it. <laughs> Oni would, but Jingy okay, would. Not you trying to make him two separate people. Oni hiding in the corner from a three-year-old was like peak. Actually, like, I kind of want to see it. Uh, I would <laughs> love to see that. Mm-hmm. Like singing to the kids, like out of the box, so long. <laughs> yeah, well, no, like, but it gave me that feel. It's a really sweet, cute little coffee shop song. Just 
makes you happy. And I'm glad Amari can twerk to it. Good for you, Amari. I feel like this is the most shiny isk song out of all yeah. of them. Would it be like every agree. time? Like every time esk? Kind of. Every time we shoot, we do papa. Esk a little bit. Like it's along that vein. You guys, I, I like can it. hear it. You guys, I just found my phone. Where was it? <laughs> Where was it? <laughs> Where was it? Um, I don't want to talk about it. It was oh, probably I... in her hand or it's on probably the in desk. her pocket. Yeah. You no, know, because my alarm went off to um close down like my work laptops and everything. And um sorry, but it essentially it was under one of my laptops. Moving on to my least favorite track, Illusion or So, like, when I say least favorite track, I don't mean, like, it's a bad song. I just mean that, like, when you compare this song to Rose Scent Breeze by Red Velvet, you just kind of want more. (laughs) I say Rose Scent Kiss by Dayfree. Onu Onu wrote the lyrics to this song. Aw. With Rockaberry. It's another, um, yeah, Rocco and... Onu wrote this. I love it. I love it. You better get... I'm telling you, Onu's about to get two checks. One for Shiny, one from these OSTs. Because his voice is perfect. Get us two checks, boo. Yes. I am here for this. <laughs> we about to get two checks up in this household. Yes. I I like the guitar in the background. Yeah, the guitar is really good. That's what makes yes, it sound I really did good. like the guitar. I want... I don't know why I wrote this down, but I said I want another Ante collab with this one. <laughs> For some reason, I want them together on this song, too. Um, it's probably the piano. Yes. I want him to just be in the background playing piano. If he could do some sub vocals for um, Onu, sing, too, maybe harmonize. I want that, too. So maybe that'll make it better for Tar, maybe, if Tammy was there, too. But... <laughs> No, it's not like I don't know if people have heard like the song by Red Velvet. It's on the second mini album. Uh, I'm gonna check that one out. What's the name of it again? Rose Scent Breeze is like almost the exact same chord progression as this song, Uh, except for Wendy was kind of in her bag, which (laughs) maybe that is just me being a little bit of like a soprano whore. So, like, because Onu kind of stays very close to his range this whole album and i'm just like i just wanted like only to really go off on this song and yeah it didn't really happen but this is another k-drama song definitely yeah it's very it's still very good very solid very clean um very emotional i just after hearing rose at breeze i'm just like where is the where is the vocal power on the upper registers? I need them, but Onu's not really that that kind of vocalist, so that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I say, uh, now that I have my notes, can I say something about Sign? Yeah. Yeah. 
falsetto run at the end. That's it. Mm. See, now why Yay. can't you do that on this song? <laughs> Honestly. Wow. Tara, uh, I can't. Okay. Well, I, yes, Anyways. falsetto run. We have to acknowledge the runs. Yes, uh, I appreciate that. Yes. Amari. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Moving on. Color up. All right, so my favorite track on the album is the song. Let's just shine on you, aka. Me too. track this 100 yeah. percent could be a title track and i really need them to release like a stripped down acoustic version like yes car and oh. him just sitting there on the mic that's all i yes. want from life yes that's, that's it. all i need the stage the the video they had of um new singing queen of new york it was just him on the mic and had the four dancers around him i need that stage in two weeks time SM, you are on the clock. Thank you. <laughs> like, so this song is just like, on you, can you sing this at my wedding to either Taemin or Changyong? Because I'm trying to get married. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get married to this song. This song makes me sad that I'm single. Like, this song, uh, Suho's uh, song. <laughs> and Chin's song all this song is in there in which like I immediately hear it and I'm salty as fuck that nobody's singing to me like this I got you it's yeah that last the last like I was cool with this song up until the last 15 seconds you're when my everything, everything I could do all for you I've I, it ruins oh, me song. Yes. like mm-hmm. it absolutely mm-hmm. ruined my soul because you know I like to you want to talk ish you want to run your mouth you know I'm that kind of <laughs> girl. Okay, okay. this you rap know. song right here yeah. you want to talk ish you want to run your right. mouth listen I am that kind of you know sometimes I like to do that I was doing it behind a cop car one time I was just like yeah you want to talk <laughs> but I am that- <laughs> Sometimes I'm that kind of girl, but when I listen to this song, it makes me just want to put on a, a sundress and a, a straw hat and run through the lily pads with this man. I will marry you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful song. It's so I just that last 15 seconds just ruined me. I was like, you're not gonna make me cry but here, but yes, I will marry you. Yes. Yes. Shine on you, let's love, and shall we? That is like a three-track SM reminding all single people that your life is terrible pretty much (laughs) oh i hate it i hate all these relationship songs to be honest but i was under the impression sometimes i heard this before i think when it first was released that 
a lot of people thought the song, or maybe it is. I didn't hear anything to you know, uh, to the contrary. Um, the song was. I don't know if this is what the fans saying, but the song was for Jonghyun in some way. I don't know if they interpreted it that way. Um, but that's what I was hearing. Like when I was, I was watching the video today, like the lyric video for, it, and under the comments were like, "This one is for him." And I was gonna find out, did he say that for us? <coughs> he say it was for, written for. Uh, Sorry. Stop it! Stop it! I'm being very serious. No, no, but I, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. It went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> I hate y'all so much. I apologize. I didn't know if any of y'all had heard that too. Yeah. Um, when the song came out, a lot of people were saying that it was an allusion to Junghyun or because Junghyun she is also described somebody. His also described somebody. Like people were making like connections. You know, like the red string red connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red string. Yeah, I was just asking that because I was like, this song is real. I was I was under the impression just from lyrics it was about like love and all this, you know, stuff like this that. This song is about Onu's wife and three kids. Exactly. <laughs> we know we know he got them somewhere. They're hiding somewhere. Well they're in plain sight somewhere. But yeah. But I was just I didn't know if anyone else had heard that. And I thought I was like, huh, this is the first time I ever heard it. So yeah. Um but yeah, for me, it's it's a beautiful song. And yes, I will marry you. I'll be the sister wife if you want me to. I'm not, you know, I don't really do that. But I'll do it for you. I don't know. All right, shall we get to the last track of the album? Yeah. Okay, But this is this is the typical Korean album where they have all these songs and then they end it with a song that's strictly for the Korean people. <laughs> very, it's a very like 2010s OST drama song. Yeah, it sounds dated to me a little bit. Oh, I, I, I agree. Actually, me, but you know whatever. What oh happened? You are so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I cannot do ballads. I can't. It wasn't my favorite song on the album, so I haven't listened to it that much. It really captured me that much. But yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, but yeah, what I like the lyrics for this. I think the lyrics are very cute. Um, really no wonder. So different okay. to everything else because to be honest i like this song um i actually i enjoy this song okay okay yes wow okay go ahead mira uh like i don't know i don't know like i'm not really like as you know i'm not a big ballad fan and uh, mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> 
This is one of those songs I could put on and just like vibe to. Okay. I think it's the strings. It might be the strings. We got her. You see, we got her. I love that the most OST of all of the songs is the one that you like, but you don't like OST. (laughs) Listen, I like blue and I like sign and I like this song. Okay. 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 Yeah. Oh, Amira did say that she liked three songs on the album. So, okay, okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll take we'll take that. <laughs> no wonder. Listen, all I want is jinky R and B. Okay. Yeah, really. That's that what would be want. amazing. That I don't know if that's his style though. What does he like? He likes OSC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's probably. He I want a city lights jinky. Stop. Let's bring it back to one forty. <laughs> I got a boy. I got a boy. I got, I got a boy, handsome boy. This is not the uh girls' generation print, so we're moving I on. I, um, I can't anymore. Girls' generation print. Uh, Y'all since, have fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would not want to do that podcast um, I, i'm not doing any more k-pop podcast <laughs> yeah because you're sure have, next you week guys, you guys, guys. Um, so i just want to mention one more thing about timepiece before we move on to the next segment of the show which is that i love the sort of half step progressions in the chorus i think that's what it's like kind of interesting about the song it might be that like the it's not like it's not predictable like the other songs okay anything else about timepiece or voice overall it if i could Sum it up in all one word for voice. It is a sweet, sweet, a very sweet album. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I feel like this album was appropriate as a gift to us before he went into the military. I feel like it showcased everything he wanted to say to us. It showcased everything he wanted to say to everyone else. If you look at the album, it's kind of like his feelings. He's saying thank you to the people that helped raise him. Thank you to his parents. Thank you to us. He's saying, I love you to us. It's very, it's very well-rounded. And of course his voice is amazing. Like why wouldn't I want seven songs with just own you? So right. I think perfect. Lydia. Mm. This song was announced, uh, not this song. Oh my God. This oh. album was announced on my birthday. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. My birthday's next month, actually. Are That's you right. Are we going to do an Amari... Yes, uh, we knew that. Um, are we going to do an Amari um, special edition of the shiny print? Oh my Amari's God. That'd be really face. cool. We should oh, name it Amari's face, and it's just going to be shout out. We better do space. <laughs> I preach why shout out. An hour of shout out going on a loop. That's all we're gonna do, and we're gonna let Amari talk about shout out and just. Can give I just moan in the background? <laughs> oh stay okay, tuned, anyway, to, stay tuned, everyone, for that episode. Like, boy, shout out. 
Okay, so this is the part of the podcast that is a not fun conversation, and it involves uh, trigger warnings. So trigger warning, sexual assault. Um, if you do not wish to listen to this part of the podcast, this is your cue to turn it off. Um, if you really want our song recommendations, perhaps uh, Amari can put in the footnotes for the episode where those are. But um, otherwise, definitely take this time to you know protect your mental health. Uh, mental health is important. We also know that statistically, one in four women will be sexually assaulted in their lifetime. So if you do not want to talk about anything related to that, this is your cue to turn off the podcast. Question. And- should we just do the song Rex now and then get into the serious convo? Or are we just going to end with the song Rex? Well, the reason why I wanted to end with the song Rex and have this shoehorned in here is because I wanted Omari to be able to close out the podcast on a high note rather than. Right. Yes. And that I'm positive. Okay. Gotcha. Great. So, um, as. We tweeted from the official Shiny Print Podcast account. We are OT5 Shawals. We do not acknowledge or accept any sort of format of the group as anything less than five. Um, Shiny is always five. Yes, Um, I would like to throw out there, I love Onu. Regardless of how little I like ballads. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm just saying, like, I don't want people to think like I don't like I'm OT4 because I don't not a big ballad fan. But, <laughs> like, I I love Onu. I'm just not the biggest fan of ballads. Like, so we had to say that, and also we did a lot of research into everything that happened with the situation. So let's go ahead and uh, recap what this is. If you are a new Shawal and you were not in the fandom. Um, previously, Onu had an incident where he was accused of sexually assaulting a woman in a bar. Um, the official actual accusation of what he physically did was that he touched this woman's leg. Um, so that's what physically happened. Uh, what is presumed to be what was happening the interpretation by his friends, Onu, and also, I guess, uh, the victim, depending on... And a witness as well. Yeah. So so what happened with that situation is that basically Onu was very, very drunk, like trashed drunk, and he went out with a couple of friends. They got another bottle of champagne. The way that this bar is set up is that there is a secondary level that is open on top of the first level. So you could feasibly grab someone's leg very easily above you. And that is what he did. Um, he states that he was doing it to stabilize himself because he couldn't really keep himself upright because he was so drunk. Um, That's also what his friends say. That also seems to be the interpretation of the situation. Now, so here's what happens after the physical touching. Um, It was multiple times. Twice. Yeah. Twice to be specific. I think it was was twice. Once getting up and then once when he was about to fall down, like, because he was so, like, out of it. It was once getting up and then 
I think maybe 20 minutes later, he was trying to sit down and he was stumbling a little bit and he trying to grab onto something. And unfortunately it was a, a woman's leg. So it was one sitting up and one sitting down. So the actual text of your sort of recounts of what physically happened at the bar is available on Soompi. They actually extensively covered it. That's the only, uh, organization that I recommend at least on the western side of things to look into the case because All K-Pop definitely released a lot of sensationalized pieces about the incident um, to basically make it seem like it was a really huge big deal and Oni was terrible and all that. So to continue what happened that evening the uh, victim uh, told Oni to stop um, he apologized, then he happened to do it again because he was drunk, or whatever your interpretation of that is. My interpretation is that he did it again because he was drunk. Um, so she reported the incident to local police after having a confrontation with both Onu and the friends who were with him. Local police then investigated um, they actually filed official charges against him and then determined after some negotiations between Onu, the victim, um, and SM Entertainment that there weren't going to be any charges uh, sort of brought against him in actual court. Um, and he apologized profusely to the fandom and the victim and the victim uh, so, by the way, one key fact here that I think needs to be highlighted is that um, the victim herself was involved with the dropping of the charges, so to speak, um, but Onu also invited the authorities to continue to investigate if they wanted to, basically saying, if you guys think that there's something here, then I want it to be discovered. I don't want to be coddled. He took full responsibility from start to finish. So my interpretation of this incident, which I think, you know, it's it's always up to the individual of, you know, to go out there. We invite you to, you know, read all of the facts of the cases. Do not trust Stan Twitter because... They say things. No. Love of God, do not. Um, but my interpretation of the event is that Oni was very, very drunk, uncoordinated, and accidentally used this woman's leg for leverage, and it happened twice. And the woman was upset by the behavior, <laughs> rightfully so, because. In Korea, it is very common for Korean men to be fucking out of control when they're drunk. Um, I actually Can we talk about misogyny in Korea. Yeah. So uh, I actually recently watched a lot of YouTube videos of different women's account, like women accounts. Ooh, girl, same. Uh, <laughs> sort of club culture in South Korea, and it's very, very bad. Like um especially if you're a foreign woman but that's not relevant here um basically it is very common for there to be lots of like groping <laughs> and unwanted physical contact um so i can understand why the victim was upset and felt the need to you know sort of 
involve the authorities, especially given what we know about the culture there. Um, but I also think that there needs to be a distinction between accidentally while drunk grabbing someone's leg and apologizing profusely versus, you know, a very serious, like, sexual assault allegation where, you know, it's much more extensive than this. I feel like this was not a situation where Onu did something so terrible and so like horrendous that he deserves to be canceled and like leave the group, whatever. That's what OT4s believe. But I think that they have another agenda, which is that they just don't like him. Um, but personally, my interpretation is that Onu was very drunk. He made a mistake. He apologized. We can move forward now. I like to say my thoughts. Um, so when this incident happened, I was like, I'm good. Like, I did leave Shiny for, like, a bit. Um, because, like, I was like, like, when when the, when the news first came out, I was just kind of like, wow. So, like, this is what we're doing now. Um, and it wasn't until, like, maybe, like, it, what, what month did this incident happen in? August. It wasn't until unfortunately december that year that um i actually like looked into it because i was i i kind of like i was kind of done with shiny for a while and um after looking into it um understanding more of it um and i was like oh oh like this was just like like excuse my language but like a drunk asshole moment um that's what i felt too yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's what happened." Like it, it was it sh- like it shouldn't have happened, but it happened. And like, um, I think, I think so far, this situation, this situation particularly, has been taken care of really well. Um, the way it all played out, because usually, and SM probably did try to like shush this girl, but um, thankfully, Onu was diligent and trying to get down to like what happened because like he didn't know um for what he says and for what his friends say um so yeah can i say Uh, um my feelings because i have to go in like five minutes (laughs) yeah yeah um so i was along the same lines oh sorry along the same lines as amari i was like well fuck <laughs> i guess onu's kind of done for me i didn't leave shiny i really wanted to find out like what what is going on and i agree with amari i was like he fucked up he genuinely fucked up and it sucks because you never want your faves to you know do something bad like you never want that to happen but the thing I think I said this when I talked to you guys earlier the thing that kind of made me kind of take a step back and be like okay now let's find out what really happened was Onu saying hey if something happened we need to figure this out we need to know what happened because the standard 
for men to oh. push it. <laughs> the standard for men to like push things forward is there's no bar. There's Good literally man. no bar at all. A bar was never created, <laughs> to be honest. So for him to be like, listen, I was drunk off my ass. I fucked up. I don't know what happened. Let's figure out what happened. If you need to prosecute, prosecute. If we need to move forward, move forward. I think that him going that route, because we're none of us are dumb. We all know SM would have probably been like, yeah. this under the rug. We need This needs to not be out there. We're not going to say anything. SM is fa- famous for not saying anything when things happen and not protecting their artists at all. But Onu was like, no, I'm going to fucking own up to this. And let's see where we let's see where we go was it yeah. uh did it get resolved and everything you know turned out okay it didn't turn out well but it turned out okay for all the party parties involved it seemed i'm happy for that but i still yeah. do acknowledge that onu really like bro you you me- you messed up at the end of the day yeah. you messed up and i think we he was held account accountable not only by the fans but also by the entertainment industry he did lose a drama role for that that he had already started filming you know he went on hiatus for four months like he did suffer consequences for him being a dumbass for a night and getting way too drunk when he know he shouldn't have been um i also would like to say to ot4s or even just to non-childs stop throwing around the word rape for the love of god stop it it's a very loaded word it's a very loaded word and people that have gone through rape and uh, I get so I get so mad. Don't use that word. That was not it clearly wasn't even close to what happened. It wasn't here. it wasn't even close to what happened here. You have multiple witnesses. Nowhere near you have the prosecutor's office. You have everybody saying the same story of exactly what happened. So please stop using the word rape. It's not it's invalidating other people's stories that ha- have actually been raped and it makes right. you look dumb as fuck to be honest it makes you look stupid and it makes you look super fucking insensitive exactly yeah. exactly and we also have to make that distinction especially in the context of say burning sun where actual rapists were, were. actual rapists were where actual horrendous things happened yeah this is not the same and People need to make that distinction. Whether I'm a shawl or whether I'm whoever, that's, yeah. you can't throw around that word. And also you can't throw it around and then get mad when people call you out on it because that's not the way it works either. Nope. So that's, we, those are my feelings. Get something positive? Those are my feelings on it. That's it. I'm sorry. But yeah, to sort of shift to a more positive thing, again, like I said, like Kat said, like Amari said, you know, I think it's super important that Onu acknowledged that he made a mistake. And I think it's super important that we remember that we hold our faves accountable. Period. I, yeah. I, can I say something? It's, it's more on the, the positive side, but still along that same thing. I, yeah. Like I told y'all earlier that I, I really didn't know what to say and I was a little nervous about talking about it. And I'll just be honest about that. But what like what Kat said the thing that turned it around for me was the fact that he wanted to be held accountable for that and and the right. fact that he's a very private man but the fact that we, we found out that he was the one that pushed for it 
to the investigation to go forward was something that really changed my eye because when I when, when the incident happened, I was a new baby wall. I was very new to everything. I wasn't on Stan Twitter. How how the heck did I survive that year? But I wasn't on Stan Twitter. I wasn't on anything. And I was in shock at first. And I was like, no. But then I realized, you don't know him, Hazel. <laughs> so don't just automatically say, no, just because he's your fave. Because we really don't. But the thing that turned my eye was the fact that I was like, so he pushed for it? That was like, I had never heard that before from like a celebrity or anybody on the Western or just man. And I was like, <laughs> I had never heard that before. And I, and that really spoke to me about his character. I knew he was a sweet guy and all this stuff, but at least that's what I saw of him. And the fact that he was like, no, if there's something push forward with the investigation, even though like Tara said, or I think Kat said, SM would have tried to bury it. And he's like, no, push for it. I'll give up this role. We're going to, um, yeah, I'm stepping down. I'm, you know, be a recruit. And we didn't see him for four months until everything is resolved. And I was like, wow. And that pushed, that was something that really shocked me. Um, and I feel like the reason we're addressing it and people ask, why are you talking about it? Why are you talking about it? I much rather, since we do have this platform and we all shaw walls, mm-hmm. talk about the good and the bad, <laughs> you know, the, the, the good and the messed up sometimes. And he made a mistake, He, you know, and he put himself in a situation that could have been really worse, you know, if people, you know, if it was something worse than that. But I feel like what better way for people to learn about the good and the bad than to hear it from fans who are still yeah. faves to who are still OT five, who see him for what he is, see it was a mistake, see he messed up and um, hold him accountable for it. And then say, you know what? He messed up, but he showed us that he was going to push forward with the investigation. He was going to, make sure everything was right because that was what was in his character and what better way the people to get to know the shiny and the good and the bad than to hear it from us because i don't want ot4s or whomever to listen to this and be like oh they're talking about this and have some sort of no listen to the whole thing we're here to talk we're not here to give you fake news these are from facts that we found that you know that we found that we lived through during this time this is these are the facts that we have and we want to present these facts to everyone tell everyone what's going on hold our faves accountable even though he held himself accountable before we even really you know thought to remain shot walls or not um and he was cleared and we're clearly here still supporting him we just did a whole a whole uh, episode about his album, which we enjoy because we still enjoy him. So I don't want people to take our words and try to misscrew them to fit their narrative. Um, but I just wanted us to say we can't do Amari. Yeah, don't Amari will do you. Do us like you know, <laughs> do whatever they want to do, whatever. But uh, just yeah, OT five. No matter what, we still support um, Onu. He's you know he was cleared of everything. He. He pushed for the investigation. He wanted to be held accountable. And we're just talking about our opinions and having just an honest conversation here. This The world's not perfect. And neither are our faves. And I want people to understand that you can talk about the good, like an album review, and then you can talk about mm-hmm. the ugly. 
sometimes and still support people who are genuinely good and at the end of the day, no matter what anyone has to say, snaps no wave. Jing, I'm saying Jingy now because we're not doing an album review, but Jingy, honestly, is a good man, and I'll just and he's shown that on multiple occasions, and with his incident, showed that even more, at least to me. So I just want people to just listen to our honest conversation and our opinions, take it for what it is, understand that we don't sugarcoat anything, and we never will, even with our faith. So I can't be the fan that's sitting around, everything's wonderful, everything's perfect and all this stuff, and not hold, you know, talk about the full picture. But at the end of the day, Jingy's back, and I feel like with this conversation, I hope, my hope is that we can start a clean slate and begin again because he is back and hopefully, you know, have more activities coming forward in the future. But, um I just hope this is the beginning. This is a new beginning. Great. Um, uh, uh, we actually have to. We have to. This, this um, I didn't have to speak on yeah. it, but it's fine. No, Mira, go. No, it's cool. We're on, we're on a time time constraint. I'm li- my my roommate hasn't come down yet, so I got time. Go for it. Um. Yeah. I mean. I'll keep it brief because anything I had to say was kind of redundant because you guys all kind of basically said what I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, like as a baby wall, I found about I found out about all of this after the fact. Um, actually, Tara could probably speak on, you know, me messaging the group chat like, has Shiny ever done anything problematic? <laughs> and, you know, people being like, um, well, I mean, there is that one thing. And uh, so... I found out about it afterwards and I, I did a lot of research into it and I didn't even know OT4s were a thing. I just like was like, what's, are they okay? Like, what the hell's wrong with them? <laughs> um, but after I did my research and I looked into it, I and as somebody who, ha- as I've explained to you guys, the other hosts, like I am also a very touchy drunk. So <laughs> like I... I tried to be impartial in the way I looked at the situation because um, I can completely relate to um, that. Uh, I have a, a lot of respect for Onu and the way he handled the situation. And um, I can only hope going forward in the future he learned from what happened. And I hope that the um, that the woman that was involved... Um, find some healing as well. Cause I know how scary that can be. Cause at the time you don't really know exactly what's going on, especially if you're drinking yourself. Um, so that's something. She well. definitely did the right thing to be honest. I agree. Same. So, that's really all. Introduce us into the shiny songs of the week. <laughs> Dang, okay. Tiny yeah, songs of the week. So after that very tough conversation, thanks everybody for providing your opinions and also your knowledge and understanding. Um let's talk about our favorite shiny songs of the week. Alright, got mine. Um mine is Rewind from Jung Yun's um is it Bullet Element? Dream. Why not? Dreams? 
artist. Artist, yeah. I listened to that song for the first time like two weeks ago. It's such a bop. Yeah. I love it is. Artist. Um, mine is going to be um again, very ill prepared as always. But I think <laughs> I'm just gonna pick You and I because I think that's the most listened to song I've had this month. the op the very first op album i think yes yes the first yes. OP albums those albums deserve so much they do okay um my shiny song of the week is up and down from this It came that on the other day um, because Title finally has uh, Shiny's Shiny Essentials playlist, and it came on, and I was like, "Yo, I forgot how infectious this song is. Mm-hmm. It's very like instant serotonin." Every time I see it's Up really and Down, good. I think of the EXID song, and then the song that I'm like, oh, that song. <laughs> no, no. Absolutely not. Um, anyways, Hazel. I am going with the Mr. Lee in the Neighborhood song. Sign. Oh my God. Yes. Sign from Voice <laughs> Album. like the past like two days that's the song i've been listening to over and over again so old news voice album sign okay um my song of the week is gentlemen from the five album song i think i've said that before as my tiny song of the week but that freaking song right there let me tell you gentlemen (laughs) you see the stage mirror i gotta send you a video of the stage of gentlemen when i tell you all silver outfits black and silver outfits on shiny silver leather i think it has silver leather pants and I'm it's sorry. Like, starting I'm to feel sorry. like this podcast is a little bit uh, preferential for your shinies 
Japan. As it should be, and we might be, and we might be. Unfortunate Japanese albums for the next poll. But I'm gonna say yes, please. Thank you. We need to do a Japanese album. We need to review five. Okay, I'm sorry. But yes, uh, that stage is amazing again. Gentlemen, yes. Gentlemen. Trisha Walls get everything. Lyra. Yes, ma'am. Song. That was my song. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I thought that was Hazel's song. No, the hey, um, said sign so fast that I forgot. You can't tell the difference between my voice and Hazel's voice. No, now. It, it completely. Oh, me. I no. have a Austin accent. No, it's because <gasps> Hazel spoke last. Yeah, the civil war between why. voices and demographics. We are so diverse. Okay. Uh, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, Where go. can they find us? Oh, you can find us on Instagram at the Shiny Brand Pod. You can find us on Twitter at the Shiny Brand. Um, and please make sure to vote in our next poll. Um, and as always, have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to the Shiny Brand of Black Shawa Podcast. Shiny girls out. Yeah. <laughs>